Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. So glad you're able to attach your ears to this podcast this week. I know it's a, a attended pun because that's what we've been talking about is secure attachment and attachment styles has been the last two podcasts. I promise Julia will be back. Please keep her in your prayers because she has a very dear friend of hers that is in hospice care and um, is not doing so well. And our best wishes to Julia and prayers out to her that she's not alone in this time of grief. So when we talk about attachment, right, we we talked about how attachment styles develop. Remember, Dr. Bowlby was able to use an experiment with wire mesh monkeys and to see how baby monkeys to attach. And they found that between birth and three years of age through other studies, like Mary Ainsworth back in the 1970s, of how abandonment causes insecure attachment. And that's what we want to talk about. What is insecure attachment? Well, these, uh, uh, in relationships, it causes many people to have difficulties in order to develop meaningful adult relationship with others because it becomes a relational pattern that doesn't help a person to feel secure. So they become insecure about the relationships. You ever had someone who was very needy or clingy? And it's because it is a, an anxiety and a fear of abandonment. So insecure attachment are people who have difficulties in developing meaningful adult relationships by what way? Well, you got to look at, depending on the type, some people will have anxiety, right? So it's the anxiety. It's hard for them to uh, have positive self-esteem. Now, there's several different types of insecure attachment. You have the avoidant, ambivalent, and disorganized. And when you think about these different styles, let's talk about the insecure of attachment here of avoidant. So when you talk about avoidant style attachment, you would think, well, you were abandoned as a child. So what causes me to avoid, right? So avoidant attachment characteristics. In other words, it's children who are often um, become especially pronounced after a period of absence. 
They might not reject attention from a parent, but neither do they seek out comfort or contact. You know, children with avoidant attachment show no preference between a parent and a complete stranger. So they're able to go up to a stranger with no caution whatsoever. Now, again, some of these are age appropriate that, you know, there's no thing, uh, no fear sometimes in kids. But as children, again, it's avoidant attachment. So what does that look like as an adult? Ever heard of the term not emotional available? Well, that might be an avoidant attachment style because many of the adults that are this way have problems with intimacy. In other words, not intimacy as in sex, but intimacy and being close. And so sometimes they invest a little emotion in social romantic relationships. And sometimes they're unwilling or unable to share thoughts or feelings with others because they're a fear of abandonment. And so as you think with a, an adult with an avoidant attachment style, again, it's the tendency of the difficulty of intimacy and close relationships. They don't want to invest in emotion. Um, the experience is just uh, hard for them. So often they avoid intimacy by using excuses, by locking, uh, working long hours. Or they can fantasize about other people while they're having sex. And of course, research has shown that adults with avoidant attachment style are more accepting and likely to engage in casual sex. Other common characteristics include a failure to support partners during stressful times and an inability to share feelings, thoughts, and emotions with their partners. When it comes down to insecure attachment, again, there's several types. The avoidant, the ambivalent, the disorganized. And, you know, when you think about these type of insecure attachments, right? So let's kind of break these down of insecure attachment. What is an avoidant attachment? Well, again, it's a person that has difficulties with intimacy. They avoid getting involved in social or romantic relationships. They're unwilling or afraid to speak to others about how they're thinking or feeling. And then often they suppress negative emotions or thoughts so they don't have to deal with them openly. And therefore, they may also value their independence and strive to remain autonomous through, throughout relationships because of the discomfort around getting too intimate close to another person. And so when you're dealing with avoidance, you know, what causes it? Well, this is where parents need to pay attention because if you don't want your child to have an avoidant attachment style, it's sometimes caregivers or parents who are being distant, closed off, or even dismissive. And this is including sometimes when a child is scared, sick, or hurt. You know, some parents or caregivers' actions that can lead to avoidant attachment in a child is telling a child to tough it up when they're sad. 
or prolong ignoring child's cries, fears, or types of distress. Then you have to look at, okay, now you're putting distance between themselves and a child when they express distressed emotion. Often it's making a child to feel ashamed of themselves for being so emotional. And so this is what childhood experiences create avoided insecure attachment in adults as they get older. Now, what does this look like? When you think about insecure attachment uh, examples that I just provided, and we're focusing on the avoidant attachment. Um, so an, an example would be a child's not seeking comfort from their parents. For example, if the child falls off their bike and scrapes their knee, they will cope with the pain on their own. They don't come for, to you as a parent to be comforted. But what does that look like in an adult? Well, as an adult, someone who has an avoiding attachment style will be less likely to share their feelings with others. So in other words, when your partner asks, well, how are you doing today? And they respond, fine, even though they had a stressful day, because they don't want to engage in that close activity. Because if I get too close, you're going to hurt me. So when you think about this tile of attachment. Can you get over it? Well, sure. It just takes time and therapy and being able to trust your therapist to help you to walk through it. Now, remember last week, I said there was about 56% of adults that have secure attachment. But when it comes to attachment styles, uh, some, 19% of the adults have the anxious attachment style. And then when it comes down to avoidant, about 25% adults have the avoidant type attachment style. A lot of times you're gonna find relationships that are suffocating and avoid them completely. Referring to to be independent, rely on themselves. That's what we call, again, emotionally unavailable. So when you think about having this type of attachment, you know, it's easy to say, well, that's me or that's that other person. But it doesn't mean that you have to be stuck in it. It's learning how to understand that when you as a child you didn't have any kind of control. And now as an adult, you are able to manage your feelings and emotions and such. So you can be able to get over avoided anxious style of attachment. Now, when you think about the avoidant style, you have to look at what is it that you're fear of rejection, right? So when you think about Dr. Bowlby, he, he was pretty familiar with that attachment. He says attachment style cannot be changed because once a person develops it into adulthood, they will continue to be at the mercy of their attachment style and will permeate all through their relations. But 
speaking from my own personal experience, I know my attachment style went from insecure attachment into a secure attachment. So therefore, newer research surrounding attachment theory has found that there are ways to cope with and even overcome insecure attachment. So you're not doom and gloomed here. So when you encounter and you want to get help from a therapist or a life coach or a therapeutic coach, consider CBT. So in layman's terms, in the psychology world, we call it cognitive behavioral therapy. In other words, a type of therapy that examines and challenges distorted thoughts and negative behaviors. Like, I'm no good because of what you just did to me. You abandoned me. So when you begin to learn through CBT of how to have a secure attachment, it's developing secure relationships. And a person can change the way they view relationships and intimacy. And one of the things that I work with couples is I don't focus on communication. Because here's why. As a couple, you came together based upon communication. But what happens that I found during the, the lifeline of a couple is that we step on hidden landmines that were not there. Maybe your spouse had a certain look, but in your subconscious mind, that look came from a parental figure or some other figure that had authority that made you feel uncomfortable at the time and unpleasurable, but your brain remembers this. But unbeknownst to you, your partner is displaying the same type of level of the same face or disapproval. So that's one of the things that I want you to consider about is that in couples therapy, the way I approach it is being able to go off of fear. Because remember, as a child, we are fear-based. And when a parent leaves and it's abandoned, we're re reinforcing that fear. And so that fear goes into what? Fight, flight, or freeze moment. And so you're able to address fear and then be able to start opening up with what? Communication. Because when you work with a fear and address the fear and the childhood hurts and begin to realize that, hey, you can have better choices, it's learning your identity. And that's one of the things I feel like it's important to discuss in therapy is what is your identity? What are you doing to assign value to yourself? And so with insecure attachment, insecure attachments, a form of attachment style that stems from negative experiences during childhood. And it presents itself with different behaviors when you grow into adulthood. And again, avoidance will cause a person to be overly independent and avoid intimacy altogether. But sometimes other styles will leave a person feeling like they need love, but are afraid to get it. So it's important to be able to understand what that looks like. Because insecure attachment in relationships 
It varies depending on the type of insecure. But for the most part, a person with an insecure attachment will have difficulty maintaining healthy relationships. In some cases, a person will desire love, but be fearful of getting it, so they avoid it as a way to protect themselves. So that's why people have walls. They don't want you penetrating those walls. So what are the three signs of insecure attachment? Well, the three signs is what? We already talked about insecure attachment, the inability to engage in intimacy, the struggling to form a healthy relationship with others, and the, uh, the inconsistent behavior with loved ones. So while these are just signs that are type, what, we, what I call dependent style, they're typically indicative that someone has gone through experiences that cause them to develop an insecure style. So just like I'm dating, right? I'm learning to look at people's attachment styles because it affects how I am able to thrive as a therapist. Someone with an insecure attachment style will not help somebody with a secure attachment. So how do you deal with a partner who has an insecure attachment style? It can be difficult. But the best thing you can do is show the person you love what secure attachment looks like. What is that? Well, remember last week we talked about secure attachment and that involves being open and vulnerable about yourself, providing consistent, that's the key, having consistent emotional support so that you're engaging in positive relationship behaviors. And that's important. So I want to challenge you when you think about insecure attachment. And, and dating, it's important. Remember, I talked about the uh, relationship attachment model. You want to be able to know someone. Then you're able to rely, and then you trust, then you commit, and then the physical touch in there. So when you're dealing with this uh, insecure attachment style, remember to ask important questions. Sure, you want to have fun, and I may be wrong. The opinion that I have when somebody says, well, I want somebody that makes me happy. To me, that's an insecure attachment because do you really need someone to make you happy? You know, insecure attachment is that relational pattern that causes a person to feel insecure about the relationship with others. So it's learning, what do I do when I have or feel that I'm insecure? What do I do with my relationship that I'm already in? And so working through attachment issues as adults, like insecure attachments, they're punctuated with deep sense of distrust of the ability to what? To provide love. So therefore, it's important to recognize the relationship patterns, right? Our attachment styles are rooted in within us by the time we reach adulthood. And when you think about insecure 
attachment, they manifest itself in different ways. And I know I'm repeating myself, but I want you to understand that you need to look at recognizing patterns within your own self. What is it that I'm avoiding? Why is it close for me to get close? Because you look at, were you abandoned as a child? Was your parent in and out of your life? Did you have a good support system? Often children who experience their parents being divorced by the age of four or earlier have a harder time with attachments. So what can we do to address the insecure attachment? Well, in therapy, what I try to do is help people to explore your triggers. Remember, I, I, you met as a couple and you have good communication. The communication disappears slowly because it's a fear of reaction, abandonment, or rejection, or judgment. And so when you think about your relationship patterns, what jumps out at you as being areas of struggle for you emotionally? And to, to understand your triggers can also help you determine how to alleviate the stressors within your relationship. Now, this takes a lot of vulnerability and self-confidence and self-esteem. And how do you get stronger? Well, it's like lifting weights in a gym. Same way. You have to exercise your mind in order to get stronger and better. So by doing that, it's communicating your thoughts and feelings. But you say, Steve, people are going to judge me. You're right. But are you going to live a life in fear? Or are you going to live in a life that is promising by understanding that you couldn't get hurt? So I want you to think about when, when one of you, you in your relationship uses the key phrase, if you were triggered by your partner, I want you to identify those, those triggers. So when you think about it, it says, let them know what your thoughts and feelings are and using the I statements. I feel like you might be getting tired of me when I hear you say you're bored with our life. When you frame it this way, what you're doing is you're taking responsibility for your emotions. And it stops accusing your partner. And this way, your partner can say, hey, is this what you mean? And then you have the opportunity to, to, to be able to clarify your conversation. So... If you have a difficulty in attachment style, help your partner to understand what it is that you need. Remember, as a child, you were not able to communicate what you were needing. Children don't understand their emotion. It's important to mentor and guide a child through what they're feeling, what it is that's causing them to feel the way they do, why they feel the way they do. So it's working through being able to help a child to have self-esteem and self-confidence. But when they don't have that, and there's a threat, remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the top level is love. 
And a child wants love. And when they don't have it, there's that fear of abandonment. And so it puts them into a way of having insecure attachment. Do you really love me? You come as an adult. Why do you love me? And I can see that on a feminine basis. But for men, it's not so attracted to a woman. So be mindful of your attachment style. But you can go from an insecure attachment into attachment style. Now, remember, it's having to confront your childhood memories and experiences and being able to adjust and change your attachment. So when you're dealing with that insecure attachment and you're having that avoidant style, try to see if you can embrace that other person's independence. Find out if they can be able to work with the neediness. So how do you change it? Well, when you engage in a relationship with someone with a secure style, you can become more secure in turn. But aging, like wine, it gets better. So age is a factor when you are changing attachment styles and how to transition. In one research study, it says that attachment styles can become more secure over time simply because the older we get, the less time we have for relationships that don't meet our needs or make us happy. So therefore, choosing to take an active role in changing your style is often what helps the most. So what helps is identifying. Don't be afraid to identify identifying your attachment style and then learn from others. Because when you have intentional connection, you are also being perceived that you have a secure. So different ways that can help you to maybe get out of the insecure is keep an emotions journal. Record the evidence of your thoughts and emotions about relationships. For example, which of the partner's behaviors do you know they don't or do love about you? Think of the other person. Part of having a secure attachment style is how we think. What's accountability for your role in the relationship? Are you just trusting someone without evidence? Are you pushing away someone that truly cares about you? Another way to get into a secure is assessing your choices. Relationships happen between two people because it's important to know that you have accountability. And look at the bond objectively. And you do that by communicating openly. And when you express in a feel in a clear way that you can help your partner recognize your needs and respond to them, it also helps you increase your confidence in the safe places, spaces for relationship provides. And one of the things that I talk in the couples therapy is for men to create the safe space for their spouse. I hope this helps in understanding this type of attachment. And next week, we'll continue going on with attachment styles. And we got two more 
and then uh, hopefully Julie, Julia will be able to uh, join us soon. So until next time, be kind to yourself because there's only one of you and there's plenty of us. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind. Thank you.